The Zone Coverage Podcast Network. This podcast is presented in front of a live Astadio audience. Hey, Tom, how was your bye week in fantasy football this last week? Uh, get rested up, get all good for the stretch run. Where, what are we, where are we going with this? Oh, I played you, so it was a bye week for me, actually. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so, sorry. I was gonna, I was gonna say, did I play a player on bye week? I've done that before. How was, well, I, so I started 0-5, but I lost to you by a percentage point, and then. Uh, and I'm 10-1 and and playing Sam yeah. this weekend, and Sam is the only person who's beaten me all year. Yeah. So, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. I, I, I'm, I, so I, I picked up Jacoby Brissett and then didn't play him last night. Oops. Yeah, I have Kyler Murray who's on by. So I'm freaking out. Like, I'm probably going to start like Jeff Driscoll, who, yeah, who would have. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, so. Someone anyway. else is stunning. Jeff, Jeff Gris- Driscoll. Yeah, yeah, the uh, former Florida quarterback in, I think, Louisiana Tech. So, yeah, um, one quick football item before we get going. Guys, this last Sunday was my Kirk Cousins slash Terrell Owens. That's my quarterback moment with how he brought them back in the second half. And I don't know if you saw Nick Olson made a put, I don't know if he put together a video or if he, and Nick Olson writes for us sometimes, but it's on Twitter, a, like, I think it's atmosphere in the background and it's showing Kirk Cousins, like throwing all these passes and then Colin Coward kind of ripping him slash not. But I have to say last week and even before that, the week before in against Dallas, that was like the, that's my quarterback moment for Kirk Cousins. I don't know. We got Elling Hoffman in here. He's more of a Wisconsin sports fan. So I'm not sure how he found us. Yeah, but we have two Wisconsiners here. Yeah, got to balance it out. But for me, that was my that's my quarterback moment. I Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is always going to be QB one for me. But hey, Kirk Cousins, listen, man. you can go to ZoneCoverage.com. Second look this week is on Kirk Cousins dominating Good in the stuff. second half of games. Yep. So I teased it just now, but Elling Hoffman from Sport Radar, the other job that I have, is in studio. How's it going, man? Good, good. I'm excited to be here. I've never. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a microphone in my face before. I was going to say, you got to get up on it. The yeah, people need to up. hear you. Gotta, yeah, we got to push okay. it down just a little bit. And so you work with Sport Radar. My understanding is that you're into the development of our R360 product. What exactly is your role? And then what amount or what in what way is 360 forward-facing so that people like us, you know, just average people – could use it. Yeah, no, I'm actually here um, trying to get you guys to buy it. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, everyone's got an angle, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so I am a product manager at Sport Radar. Um, our Radar 360 product is our broadcast analytics um, product. So we've got baseball data back to 1876. We have every pitch <laughs> back to 2000, and I can literally like – do whatever I want across that entire database. In, I love using in a it. second. I'll be honest. <laughs> why, why is it two thousand specifically? Uh, just because that's so every every like for us to have it back that far, it has to be one hundred percent complete. Yeah. So like we have play by play back to nineteen seventy four because before that there just <clears throat> there just wasn't play by play that yeah, existed yeah. across like every well, game. And there's there's do we do anything with like retro sheet or anything? Yeah. So there are there are source um for like pre two thousand thirteen. And I think so. they go all the way back to like nineteen ten or something is is semi reliably. Well, no, they they are the ones that go back to eighteen seventy six. Oh, they are so. okay. I, I thought, and the yeah. MLB recognizes them as like a legitimate official data source. So that's um, crazy. 
yeah, it's really fun just to be able to like slice and dice stuff in real time, um, like while you're watching a game and you can just be like, oh, I wonder when the last time that happened was and I can just dial it up in within a, a couple, second. Within yeah. a couple minutes. What what do you like most about you working on 360 or what has been the the most eye-opening for you? Because for me, it's a, it's a terrific product. It's a product that's evolving every day and it's different for every sport, but for me, it's it's so much fun. I, it's almost like my work video game. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not as fun when you're actually trying to like find issues with the data. Yeah, you got to break it and fix it, don't you? I break it and fix it every day. Uh, no, so I like have a software background, and then I'm a huge sports fan, so to be able to combine those interests mm-hmm. in a way that helps me afford a mortgage and a car payment is... No, I feel that. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be able to do it. Um, but it's hard because it sometimes makes you hate sports when things are broken and because Fox is our biggest client. So they're using us for all their live broadcasts. Yep. Um, research. Kind of and uh, yeah. Joe so Buck getting all ticked off at you. Probably not great. The stakes are a little bit higher, I would say. So have you ever heard of Drill on Twitter? Uh, nope. So that's another parody. We were talking about parody account on the way in, but yeah, apparently you know all the parody accounts. This is, this is, I think that's all he follows. <laughs> so Drew, well, I, I'm follow still, you, I'm I follow like, you, Tom. So yeah, um, I started with like Pimp Bill Clinton, and then probably <laughs> for me it was. <laughs> that's where it uh, I think it started with Fake Gary Busey was my first one. Okay, all right. Everyone but, remembers their first, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Drill, he's got all these like the, it's just like the rantings of an unhinged person, and one of his tweets is, "I don't even care if they cancel sports." And then it's him talking to Howard Stern, and Howard Stern's like, that's wild. There's days where you want (laughs) sports to be canceled based on your work experience. Yeah, yeah. it's like, can this just not be happening? (laughs) Whoever these researchers are, because you see it more on the broadcast, right? You see PFF on NBC, Fox, obviously, reference you guys. Yeah, PFF is like part owned by Collinsworth. Yeah, 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 so they clearly push it. But, you know, when the... And we talk about so much football on our, on our baseball broadcast here, but the, uh, the baseball data is really good. Like, yeah, and getting better every every time we talk to. You know, I sit a couple desks away, but I only see him maybe once a week. But the so when the Saints lost to the Falcons, I think it was like seven and one and one and seven. Yeah, they went back to a 1940 football game between the Boston Yorks and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I just think that type of stuff is nuts. That you have to audit all that stuff. You think about baseball data going back to 1876 you got teams obviously that don't exist anymore yeah yeah no. that's back to like the cap anson days and before ty cobb before babe ruth yeah it's crazy yeah babe ruth wasn't even born until i think 1895 yeah we literally have players in our database that were born before the civil war started <laughs> <laughs> right and you're going to use some of those names when we do our game at the end i think people who are ardent listeners to the show know about the bulldog mixed drink which has been in theory <laughs> Until today, so Tom's already just like salivating over no, the No, I'm, I'm feeling sick so already. So we're doing this game at the end. Yeah, but the drinks are already out. Oh, oh! So. I think it's I think it's got to be room temperature too. Oh, Brand, Brandon's sick. excited. No, no, it's all cold right now. I think it'll be okay. Well, keep putting your hand on it. That'll but it, help. But imagine, yeah. imagine what would make a worse cocktail than room temperature ingredients. Ugh. And, and again, it might curdle. And we're yeah, we're I mean we're kind of leaning into this being awful, but. To Elling's credit, he brought New Glarus Spotted Cow. Yep, yep. So he is he is kind of greasing the right wheels when it comes to making people. Yep, Bailey's Bailey's Bailey, Bailey on a power ranking. <laughs> yeah, Bailey, you gotta love this as a Wisconsin man. Is Spotted Cow above Red Dog for you? 
Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, I, Red I, Dog is at the top of the best of the bad. The best of the bad is how I describe it. And is, then what is what is Spotted Cow like? Middle of the decent or good or yeah, New Glarus. I like New Glarus in uh, typically in a bottle. On but, tap. But are you like really, a, are really you like a Moon tap. Man guy or what do you? I'm I'm a really big Line and Kugels guy. Uh, oh, I like that. I That's love a good again line leaning, leaning leaning into the Wisconsin man yeah, thing. Yeah, but. yeah. But uh, Nuclear's played it right where you had to go across the border, right? He lives in Hudson. I was going to ask if you were like, yeah. yeah, I have legit, legit Wisconsin man in the house. Yeah. Hold on. Quick question. Have you tried the Quick Trip beer? I have not. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that mock pale ale? I, <laughs> I actually tweeted that the other day. It was like, tasty, um, yes, I think I it tastes it like too. cheesy breadsticks. Skittles on the floor. Oh, Sticky Skittles, magic surprise. Is, that, is good ass beer? Do you know what that? You know what I'm talking about? Is that a Wisconsin I've, thing? I've seen that. I don't know if it's Wisconsin, but I have seen it. Because yeah. I got it in Minot. It's just like once. a white can. Minot. If you got it Minot, in Minot, then oh, it's probably you said, yeah. you said Minot. That's where uh, Jack Links is. What? That's where Jack Link's oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where if you're like driving in the middle of nowhere, just like driving towards like Superior it's, it's and you near- just see a, a million cows, like you know you're uh, in uh, Minong. I thought that's I, Jack Link's. I thought you were saying Minot, and I was like, that's middle of nowhere too. But <laughs> Minong is cabin country, right? I kind of on the yeah, way to Hayward. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, is that yeah. is that close to Door County or not really? Oh God, no. <laughs> I don't, so Door County to me sounds like a mythical place. Where, like, nothing actually for real happens, but everybody talks about it. It's like, where Brandon wants to commit a crime. He's like, I'm going to do it once, and no one knows. Wait, 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 wait. I've got some places where you can commit some crimes, Brandon. Is it Wisconsin? Like, just oh, Wisconsin yeah, flat? Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's like when you go outside of international waters, then things kind of change. Like, 30, I think it's 30 miles off of the shore or whatever yeah. it is. I think Wisconsin, that just applies like it's got a halo around it. So, I mean, obviously, you guys are going to be more experts to that than, than me, but I don't know. I mean... If you got to get something done, you got to get something done. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why every other true crime tri- true crime documentary is based in Wisconsin. Well, with Jeffrey Dahmer, like the winner of the battle royal. Yeah, he just beat out Stephen Avery by just a little bit. <laughs> Brendan Dassey as his tag team partner. As, yeah, it's going to get complicated if we Brutal. go down that. So you're a Brewers fan. You're wearing a Brewers kind of like a pullover today. The MB little kid drawing, which a is glove. the correct logo. That is the it, best logo. It actually, have. it actually takes me back to so the first year I watched the Minnesota Twins was '93. The Brewers were in the AL West at that time. I think it became the Central in '94, but they're still in the American League and they still had that logo. And then '94, when they got no hit by Scott Erickson, which is like one of the f- formative moments of my fandom. They had this goofy gold and blue yeah. MB. It almost reminds me of like the early Jeff Jenkins era. Yep. And then they transitioned into kind of where they are now. But obviously a lot of people were talking about the new Nike threads. I thought they looked pretty good. I mean. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, we got to. Oh, man. Unleash. Sorry. Unleash. Sorry. Sorry. I, that just hit me in the feels. Like just thinking about the new home uniforms, the cream, the cream city brick plus, logo. Plus thinking about Christian Yelich being healthy again. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that. We'll <laughs> talk m- about how that. How many days till pitchers and catchers report? I think it's like 69 or 70. 69. We'll, yes. go, with, we'll go with that. <laughs> I nice. have no idea. Um, before we get into Brewers stuff, though. Oh, wait. So Brewers fan, are you Packers? What else are you? Uh, yeah. So growing up like near Hudson, I'm from this weird pocket of Wisconsin where when I grew up, all of Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess every, we won't go, but you're technically in the Minnesota market kind of. Exactly. So Wisconsin is like the cargo pants. It's just all weird pockets. Yes. Yeah. Lots of pockets. (laughs) Um, and they're all weird. (laughs) Listen, I came, I grew up in Northern Minnesota, so I'm not judging. I'm identifying. 
Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the twins were were pretty dang good, like in the mid to early to mid two thousands, and that's like when I yeah. So that's you know a lot of my friends were Twins fans, Wolves fans, because you know Flip Saunders there was sweet, Mm -hmm. and but then they were like Packers fans and Badger fans. It's not unheard of. A lot of Packer Badger fans. But in, in Hudson, do you get Fox Sports North and Wisconsin? Yeah. W- See, so it's it's kind of that. And and for a long time, and I don't know if it's still true, Fox Sports Wisconsin was actually broadcast out of Minnesota. It they, still is. It still is. Okay. I know that their office is like right on Hennepin, kind of by the yeah, light rail. Eighth or ninth. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. there's a satellite in Milwaukee. But I know like even my mom, diehard Packers fan. So my mom's from Green Bay, diehard Packer fan. That's um, the first thing that I don't like about Sandy Schreier. <laughs> She's a lovely lady. Seems like a nice She's a lady lovely to me. lady. But yeah, she otherwise would be twins wild. Yeah. You know, wolves. I she I don't think she knew the Bucks existed because you go <laughs> you go pre Giannis, you have Michael Red, I guess, that kind of era. But I was gonna say Michael No, Ray. I mean the Ray Allen. Ray Allen era, yeah. era was pretty sweet. But was Ray it was would you go Michael Red and then Ray Allen, or were they did they overlap a little bit? Uh I don't think they overlapped. If they did, it wasn't all, super much. Did they? Oh yeah. Ray Allen was pre- Michael Red. Ray Allen was drafted that, by the Timberwolves, yeah, if I'm not trade, mistaken, in the trade for Marbury. Is that right? It might be. I'll look, look this up. But, I'm going to look it up. Um, the, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and certainly like even twins related, Dustin Morris, the PR guy, Wisconsin guy, right? Went to Wisconsin. And there's so many people that have that that allegiance to the extent that I think it's Billy's in St. Paul. You ever been there? It's a Packer Billy's bar. Billy's on Grand. Yeah. yeah. It's a Packer bar. Yeah. One of the most prominent bars in, in St. Paul. So I'm doing that like head shaking, like the Miami Heat player gif, like. Hey, there's lots of good Vikings bars in Green Bay. So, <laughs> and they also sell Vikings gear at the Green Bay airport. Wait, are you being serious? <laughs> tra- 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 I was like, <laughs> Green Bay has an airport. Green Bay does um, not have an airport. Traded it's a regional. The, it's regional. Yeah. The June, Appleton. June 26, 1996. Traded. So Ray Allen was traded by the by the Timberwolves with a first round draft pick, Rosh Nesterovich, to the Milwaukee Bucks for Stephon Marbury. All right, yeah, not yeah. bad. Yeah. Keep in mind, I was 10 years old. You were younger than that. And Bailey might not have even been born in '96. I was one year old. Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> dirty Wisconsin child instead of dirty Wisconsin man, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just I, so you, so you're a, do you you root for the Bucks or do you just kind of? Oh yeah, them? no, I'm a huge Bucks fan. So yeah. what do you do for hockey? Like anything? Oh no, I'm a big Wild fan. Okay, so I mean, I used to go to games. You don't have any trouble reconciling all those things though. Is like, like so at least you're not like when when the Cowboys have a tough season, you just say woof. It's rough for Yankees fans this year, or Duke <laughs> basketball fans. No, I mean, or Ohio State there's football legitimacy fans. to all my uh, all my rooting interests. Like I'm a big Gopher. I grew up a Badger fan, but I went to Minnesota, so now I cheer for the Gophers. Oh, so. interesting. Yeah, so you probably so. like did not love that Iowa did to Minnesota what Minnesota did to Penn State. The week I don't before. need that anxiety right now. Hey, that they're still going to go to probably going to go to Pasadena, which would be cool. Yeah, they're going to beat fairly Utah in the Rose Bowl. Also, yeah, probably shouldn't take that for granted though. They're going to beat yeah. the Ducks. Utah's going to be in the CFP. I think, I think. But this is not unheard of. Baylor, for example, you said you root for the Twins, right? As long as it doesn't conflict with the, the Brewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Same. Yeah, and I, feel, and I feel like that's a little... Part of me really wishes that the Brewers were in the AL Central, that, that that was a rivalry. Who would you ship out, though? I know, that's... I mean, that's a or fair you could, point. Or you mean you go six deep. Well, or they expand. Because the, right? the, is the NL Central... They, no, they evened it out, didn't they? Isn't it 5-5 five, five and 5 Yeah, five yeah. They don't have that weird thing where the Astros are just... Yeah, that's right. Say, it used to be <laughs> six, and like... So you'd have to pick a sixth place team when you'd predict every year, and you're like, "Oh, like four well, of these teams are going to suck. How do I pick the worst so, one?" So how it happens, I guess, is if you let's say they expand to Montreal and Vegas just to pull two random. Wait, wait, wait not Orlando. You think Orlando? That is was really yesterday. It? Was the Twitter thing where oh, Pat, Pat Williams, this like crazy lobbyist for Orlando sports, 
Like he's like, this is the logo, and we're gonna make a baseball no, 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 team, no. and it's no, like the Orlando should. Dreamers, and I'm like. I'm on board if you call it the Orlando Boomers because 20% oh, yeah. of Florida is like 70 or older. You, you oh. know, I, no one ever talks about it. There was this weird, weren't the Rays thinking about splitting between Montreal, which I think Montreal should oh, just what have a the nightmare. Expos. What a nightmare. Uh, just because the Expos have a great logo. They have a history, all that stuff. Also, it's a relatively big market. I know it's Canadian. but Montreal? Like, yeah. I, mean, I think, it's I think Montreal was fine until the, the very end, though. I mean. No, Jeffrey Loria, the guy who owned the Marlins, right, before mm-hmm. the Jeter regime, was the guy who tanked the the Expos. It's mm-hmm. a weird that guy just is awful. But Oh, I bet um, I bet the now canceled Jonah Carey wrote about it, I'm sure. But you you could um you could move the race there. Like that that's the, how they could get a team. You gotta move Oakland there and they can be the Expos A's. Oh, <laughs> no, God damn it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the so beer's going to his we're, head. We're trying to remove it. Where else does it go? <laughs> we're trying to remove it. Um no I think I think you could add two teams and then yeah, shuffle and it is a it's a geographical rivalry. I was gonna say I don't know how many teams are in opposite leagues that are that close, but obviously the Mets, Yankees, White Sox, Cubs, um, you know, they're you know, But that but that's a rivalry you want to promote. And but A A's Giants, you know, the Giants, A's Giants already have good Dodgers example. too. But I, I just think that and you've been to those games, right? When the you know the twins are in town. Yeah. It is fun that it's almost half and half and you get chance going back and forth. I feel like the Brewers dominate Target Field. Right. I really, yeah, I, they I do. really do. They no, and and I think um I think that's positive. I also think it's cool that you can kind of be a fan of both if they're in different leagues. Yeah, no, I, nobody's gonna tell me I can't cheer for the twins. No, and a lot yeah, of I went yeah. to so many like seven dollar upper decks at wherever you want games. Metrodome, Metrodome growing yeah. up, like and there's Giants fans who kind of like the A's, right? It's kinda, Some people see that as a rivalry. You can't do that. Some yeah, people, if the Dodgers didn't exist, it would be a lot more taboo. Yeah. Like, so in my prediction thing, I have Hyunjin Ryu going from the Dodgers to the Giants. Interesting. Because, first of all, that would be amazing from a rivalry standpoint. How great would it be if Madison Bumgarner went to the Giants? I didn't even think of that. But the Faron Zaid Went to the L.A. Dodgers, you mean? Oh, what I say? You Giant, said, Giants. what if Madison Bumgarner went to the Giants? That would be very familiar. I mean, if he went to the Dodgers, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the Faron Zaidi, though, effect, the guy who was with the Dodgers is now with the Giants. And the Giants are obviously, you know, they're, they're a little bit expensive in the rotation, even with Bumgarner out of the picture with Samarja and Cueto. So they, they kind of have to go for it. So I think if they sign Ryu... It, the 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 rivalry just gets ramped up. Plus, it, baseball is better when the Giants and Dodgers are both good. I think I don't think the Giants can just turn a page like that. I feel like they've for the last few years have just been like clinging to what sold seats and won the World Series. Kind of knowing. And is it that, it's an even year coming up? Are they even or odd year? I can't remember. Oh shoot, they even right? I think they're even. So I mean, yeah, it was it was. I think it was I think 10, 12, 14. Yeah, I think I think what they're gonna do is probably sign a couple outfielders and they'll be decent maybe 85 I, wins not i mean not their, great. their model would have to be just go back to pitching right there yeah. you know but like, they're, they're also gonna be under gabe kapler and who knows how that's gonna go because people are super uh upset about how he handled some allegations of sexual abuse or misconduct in the dodgers organization also too and i've thought about this you know jeremy zoll got promoted in the twins organization mm-hmm. when kapler left to be the manager the twins had hired zoll away i think two weeks beforehand I wonder if Zoll wouldn't be the scouting director for the Dodgers right now if the Dodgers had known that Kapler was leaving to manage the Phillies. So it's funny, though, how the Twins have rebuilt kind of their player development. Like, all you hear about now is, like, everyone's stealing the Twins player development guys, you know, Peter mm-hmm. Fats and Tanner Swanson. Yeah. The Twins have become that factory, and I think 
Well, yeah. and, and the same thing could happen though if Blake Shelton had been taken. Derek uh, Shelton. Derek Shelton. God, my brain. <laughs> red cow. Red, I was going to say red cow. Spotted, spotted cow. cow. And my brain's just. Red cow, is, red cow sounds good. You know, yeah, we'll it does. Have a afterwards. <laughs> I think spotted cow brings everyone down to the intellectual level of other Wisconsinites. <laughs> yeah. So. That is that is the longest of cons. Uh, Derek Shelton, if he goes early, it's possible they promote uh, the twins promote Rousen right and keep him in the system. Uh, I possibly, think, I think so. I didn't think of Rousen as a bench coach guy, but I just didn't know his level of detail because of how much Rocco leans on that job. And in fact, I thought Rocco might grab Gabe Kapler to do that job if Kapler didn't yeah. get a manager job. And in fact, I said that in my my blueprint. Excuse me, but, but, but my point being is that organizations go through this where you don't choose what parts go, and therefore, well, yeah, it's hard to. But predict. but the twins. So when the twins were rebuilding their their regime under the new guys, they were raiding from the Rays. You know the uh, the pitch guy. Um, oh yeah, um, the former baseball perspective. Yeah, I'll I can't look think it of up his while name. You're, while you're- um, and then you've got they steal from the Dodgers for Jeremy Zoll and. You know, you steal from the Yankees or whoever with Rouse and Yankees, Cubs, whatever. The Twins are becoming that team where they're getting their guys stolen now. Which didn't happen under the Garden Hire regime. Yeah. The, the guy that with the, the Rays was a baseball perspectives guy, but uh, uh, yeah. Jer, Jer, uh, Kalk, Josh Kalk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, and so it's just it's crazy to me that they're becoming that. What? Let's do one more uh, Twins note before we go into – we'll talk a little bit more about the Brewers and, and what they became towards the end of the year. Zach, so first of all – well, we shall talk about Yasmani Grandal. That'll be a little bit later in the show. Zach Wheeler, I mean, Bob Nightingale is reporting that it's possible the, the White Sox could sign him. I know that might tick Twins fans off, but I think Zach Wheeler is kind of like the number one target for the Twins because of his affordability, how he pitches in that you could you could coach him up, especially with Wes Johnson. I mean, the little Dur, um, Energizer Bunny that he is. I mean, that's what, uh, that's what Cy Sneed called him to me when I asked him. Um... I think that that Wheeler being such a, a high level of commodity means that Twins fans are going to be super upset if he doesn't sign with them. But at the same time, all 30 teams justifiably could sign him. I mean, even the Royals, if the Royals were like, you know what, we need an anchor to our rotation. Let's give this guy $20 million a year. <laughs> I don't think the Royals are there yet. I don't think they yeah. should, yeah. but I think they could. I mean, they also don't think that they can spend any more money and they've got like a $50 million payroll. But... I don't know. I'm watching. I'm watching Wheeler's market with fascination because if you can sign him for twenty million or Strasburg or Cole for thirty-five, there are going to be a lot of teams that look at Wheeler and say, "We may not get, we may not coach up Wheeler to that level, but even a half step jump for fifteen million dollars less means that we can, you know, we as a team, whatever team we're talking about, can go get an extra, you know, really good free agent for that money, or actually probably two free agents in the way free agent markets go now. So. I think Zach Wheeler is going to be hotly contested, and I, 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 I personally think he makes a ton of sense for the Twins. He might be the number one target for them, but I'm not going to be stunned if he ends up somewhere else. And if he goes to the White Sox, if he goes to the White Sox, the Twins are officially on notice. Well, I, I think they're on notice no matter what. I think, I think the question is, what is the contingency plan if a, a Wheeler falls to another team? Because I think people— well, and, the, and what they said was they, they have to have plans B and C lined up ahead of time. They can't read and react. Yeah, yeah, yep, plan A, yep. a, B, and a C. And when you say that, Falvey and Levine explicitly said this at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. It's, I mean, I just I get and I get where the fan base is. You have to have that pitching because you have 101 wins. But I we we saw this and we'll get to the what the White Sox did here recently. But mm-hmm. the White Sox are up and coming. Cleveland's 
probably on the downturn, but still a decent team. And and you just have to be aware that you can't coast through this division, mm-hmm. you know, universally for the for the next five years. So. And Cleveland has got to be feeling like, boy, we screwed up. I you think, don't you think? I mean, they eat all, even if just a bare minimum of adding a decent outfielder last year, so you're not running. I mean, you know, Tyler Nakin was okay at times, and they had a a guy who mashed um, lefties whose name is escaping me right now. But honestly, even the bare minimum of, I mean, they traded for Yaziel Puig. If they have Yaziel Puig all season long, I'm not saying, you know, based on war, he might have been a, an extra win or win and a half. Who won that trade? I still don't know. Yeah. I still have no idea because I just, I'm not. You, big, you don't buy into power. I'm not a big Fran Mil Reyes guy. I'm just not. He looks like Eddie Rosario to me. And I, and I, again, I'm, I'm probably one foot out on Eddie Rosario, but that's one more foot than I was in two months ago when I said the Twins should trade him no matter what. So, yeah, what, what don't you like about Eddie Rosario? He doesn't base. get on base and he yeah, just, he, swings he, he, just he just doesn't play good defense. I mean, he, I, I think, I think he hits the crap out of the ball, but 30 homers meant nothing this last year. And so when they dejuice the ball, whenever that is, or if they ever do, it's going to be interesting to see how it swings he, back. He's exciting. I think he's, he's a fan favorite for a reason. I think the other thing factoring in is, is Kirilov and Larnick. They, they have two prospects. Yeah. So, there, I mean, who might be better than him? Probably will be. You can't, you can't get out and, you can't get out in front of Rosario having more value because his bet. I think twenty eighteen was his better year than nineteen for sure. But like, if I said, you know, Miami makes a ton of sense. James Rowson is there. Can you imagine Eddie Rosario swagging it up in Miami? I mean, that'd be yeah, it'd be perfect. And, and again, perfect give, fit. They give, want give the fans a player to latch onto. Well, and 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 um, Puerto Rico is not that far. It's like a two hour flight, so it's pretty close to quote unquote home. Not that that makes a ton of difference when you live, you know. With a yeah, big body of water road. between, yeah. yeah, you know, you're not you're not going home for the weekend or anything. Yeah. But I, honestly, I think I think Miami would make a ton of sense, and if they could get Sandy Alcantara, sure. But you got your analytics guys that tell you if Pablo Lopez is the guy you want, or Jordan Yamamoto, or Caleb Smith. I just think it makes a lot of sense. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but I think there's going to be a lot of things going on in this Twins off season. Now, I do want to talk to you. Elling about the Brewers. Are you prepared for this? Oh, God. And uh, Bailey, I, I want to hear so. your answer on this too. Where does Trent Grisham rate among your 25 current favorite Brewers on the roster right now? Uh, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. I don't know. I I assume to be about 25th for both of you. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hold that error yeah, yeah. against him as much as some other people do. I think he was a in a bit over his head. Uh, he was not even invited. <laughs> We've to all spring. been there. He wasn't even at spring training at the beginning of the year, and he is all of a sudden tasked with making a b- fairly difficult play. And he's a pretty good defensive outfielder, yeah. isn't he? Well, well, he's a good player in the regular season. I don't know. I don't so, know. Zero. Oh, there you go. So it's it sucked. That's sports. Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. Um, I think he still has potential. I think. Um, utility outfielder <laughs> fill in on off days um, depending on if ryan yeah. braun moves to first base yeah that that would be interesting to see what happens how then, surprised but. were you that they didn't pick up eric thames option uh you know i don't know i i trust Stearns. like i always feel like he has a bigger plan there i mean he was the one who sniped thames out of korea yeah I um mean. yeah i mean thames really did make a big difference after aguilar kind of you know 
stopped producing. That was a weird, that was a weird spot because you get guys that kind of, I wouldn't say he came out of nowhere. They always thought he could hit. I think he was in Cleveland system beforehand. Yeah. And he makes the most sense as a Tampa Bay Ray. I mean, it was like he was born with a Rays jersey on basically, (laughs) but yeah, it's weird how it's not quite Chris Carter blip on the radar. We talk about Chris Carter and that crazy home yeah. run season. Was it 50 homers? Yeah. We talked about that. 15, was it 20? And then yeah. they didn't even, they, they non-tendered him. The, yep. That went to the Yankees and just. Didn't, oh, he was in the Twins AAA affiliate the year after that too. Um, him and Jake Reed. Right. There you go. Chris Carter and Jake Reed. Perfect. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so people were all ticked that he got non-tendered and didn't make 10 million bucks or something. It was like, yeah, yeah because he, you know, he was just super fluke. But, um, Thames to me though, and or Aguilar, sorry, was a, a. I thought he was a little more sustainable than Carter for sure. And Thames to me, I mean, he makes sense for the Twins if they if they non tender CJ Crone. And I don't know that Thames can play the outfield or anything, but he's fairly decent first baseman, he right? Can play a little bit of right field. Um, I think the plan. I think they plan on bringing him back on a cheaper two year deal. Maybe so. I and think. I think that's the plan. Looks so um, like four years, sixteen million. I think was his. First deal, sure, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty club option, but yeah. So I, th- I think what I think the thinking is is to just reduce what his hit would be next mm-hmm. year, but make it guaranteed over two. Yeah, that's not the worst idea, and and we um we saw that happen too with was it Brian McCann? No, not Brian McCann. The Tyler Flowers, they kind of sure. messed like where you would manipulate how much money goes on one year's payroll versus the other. So I could see that being that kind of thing too, but still I am a little bit surprised. How about the level of surprise though that Yasmani Grandal is now no longer a Milwaukee Brewer? And granted, the, the fact that he landed on a one-year deal was kind of serendipitous in the first place, but four years, $73 million, basically it comes down to like a five-year, $91 million commitment over yeah. the five years if you count the QO last year. Hey, props to him for not taking four years and $60 million from the freaking Mets, right? Yeah. Honestly, who wants to play for the Mets anyway? No, he got a good deal, and and Stearns doesn't. He doesn't, you know, do more than two year deals. It seems like at least for high value um, free agents. So I mean, credit to Yasmani. Like, I think he's going to still be productive for the next two or three years. I mean, I, I yeah. If you got to give up the fourth year, then you just do it. Right, and that's part of it. I mean, I feel like you make that deal kind of knowing that, um, but. Can, can yeah, we go I back would, to Grisham for oh. a second? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what, yeah sorry. I, I just, I just want to talk about Trent Grisham a little bit. Sure. I feel like he's not getting any love. So, um, <laughs> yeah, for for me, like right now, like compared to the rest of my favorite Brewers, I'd say he's somewhere between like a Tomaoka and a Kevin Mench. Oh, from all time, yeah, yeah. But I think eventually, like he'll get closer to Brady Clark or Jose Capion. <laughs> like on my <laughs> list, of I love these recalls and Bailey's Frank Clark. Brady Clark. Jesus. Was Frank Catalanato on there? <laughs> no, but Tony Graffinino was. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I get my... Uh, but no, I like, uh, so Baseball Prospectus has the, like, comparative, or com- most comparable player scores, mm-hmm. and right now they have Grisham comparing uh, most to Melvin Mora, who actually mm-hmm. had, like, a pretty productive career in 14 seasons. He slashed 277, 350, 431. So, Melvin uh, Mora could play, man. I mean, yeah. he wasn't... Wasn't a stub, but he could play, and it, you know, yeah, that's a perfectly reasonable career. Certainly, different types of players. I think Moore was a third baseman, and uh, you know, be like different type of player, but he could play. He could hit. Yeah, I think they just kind of look at like hitting tendencies, yeah, mostly for that. But um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think, yeah, people forget that he had zero regular season errors. Mm -hmm. And there was also, I can't remember who it was, who was, I think it was Harold Reynolds that was saying, like, there was a different camera view where that ball looked like it might have bounced off a sprinkler head. Yeah, I did. I was going to bring that up. What a nightmare. Also, what a, like, is that a ground screw error? There's no way that a sprinkler head should be just sit. Imagine some guy trips over it or something like that. It's an anomaly. Basically, what happened to Mickey Mantle that ended his superstar run and made him just a decent player, didn't I mean, he... Yeah, screwed up his knee on a sprinkler head. I think, that right? They're like a, a I, drainage part of the. Yeah, I mean, I, it, regardless of what it was, I think we talked about it, and, and Bailey's probably a little more level headed than some fans, especially wow. the, the Reddit ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but but I mean, yeah, we got to ask about the Reddit fans. <laughs> I yeah. think I think it's uh, we should talk about the Reddit <laughs> people, but uh, the uh, you kind of feel bad for a player like that, and, and I I'm probably. Maybe it's a little better that the Washington won and won the World yeah. Series, and that you lost to the the champs. This was not yeah, the like team that we you should be you getting. Lost to. A, I don't know when the second place banner ceremony is, <laughs> but it's. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm probably going to go down there for that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think we. It, it stinks. I think that, the Rangers are still getting theirs printed off from back when Thad Levine was there. Well, and everyone who lost the Astros in the last three years in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a sorry we cheated banner. Yeah. Hallmark card. Yeah, banging the trash. Yeah, <laughs> banging on the trash. So if Grisham doesn't make that error, if Josh Hader do we do, do we know that, though? Grisham yeah. could play that game cleanly in no, that I'm team. Saying, as, I'm saying Josh Hader gets was a Soto out. Let's I just don't say know, Hader looked bad. He and was that's, terrible. Hader but, looked really bad But let's spot, just so. let's just say they win that game. And I mean, and there's still like love Grisham. There's still no guarantee. He makes you still, you get the ball, you stop the ball. You still need to make the throw to yep. hold the yep. runner. Yep. So I think he probably does, but, but if, but if the Brewers know. win, the Nationals don't even make the postseason proper NLDS. Yep. And I think the Brewers lose to the Dodgers. Absolutely. Yep. So. And then, so you probably have a world series Astros, Dodgers, Astros, Braves. I don't know. I, yep. I think the Braves were pretty awesome, but you know, it would have been the Cardinals. The Cardinals yeah, that, would have that, just had that's some where magical <laughs> postseason run. But, but, but even like, still, if the that's Astros, what I thought would happen, to be honest. If but. the Astros win the World Series this year, how much different is this sign oh, stealing? I think it blows up way like, even bigger than it is right now. Like I think Reggie Bush is going to get his Heisman taken away again <laughs> for this. But where do you go from here? Because it's obviously very serious. Like I don't think you're going to take away their World Series, but I do think you could see. So as somebody The Joe Smith penalty, multiple draft first round picks yeah. taken away. What could fine. a what could a realistic penalty be? As like a casual on, baseball fan. Yeah, you gotta crack I, it on you gotta crack it on the air. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's such a Wisconsin an, man. That's right such there. an aesthetically pleasing sound. At it's least, almost noon. At least sitting here, it's noon somewhere. I don't I think that's the Wisconsin uh, war cry. It's noon somewhere. Uh, in four hours, uh, four hours from now, um, but as a casual baseball fan myself, talking to someone who has more knowledge than I do, I think you take away two or three first round picks and you find them uh, five million bucks. I don't know. That's that's yeah. That's I just that's, I have no idea what a potential. What, what did the Wolves lose for Joe Smith? Was it four or five first round picks? I think it was five. This is way worse than than Joe Smith signing an under the table deal, is it not? No, it's got to be. I mean. And here's the, <laughs> the here's the other thing we're, is that we're all state, looking at the ceiling yeah. at the same time. And it's like guys, there's nothing up there. No, no, no. I I think the you always have to be careful with player contracts because you don't want to set a precedent that a contract, whatever is reported, is you not the like, actual money. Yeah, oh, I thought but, you were going to say like void Jose Altuve's deal and make him a free. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying in terms of the Joe Smith deal, but this is so much more important to 
the league at large because you have a champion. And what was seen, we were talking about this even going to the World Series, as the model franchise for whether it be the Twins or whoever, you know, Everything except how you treat people. Yeah, I mean, we know the front office, and this is coming off, obviously, uh, everything that happened, you know, with the Asuna -hmm. Asuna deal. And you you can just tell that there's something wrong with the culture if – I mean, that's elaborate cheating if you have, like, technology involved and some dude, you know – it's, uh, what is it? Uh, it reminds Smashing me of Pinky game. and the Brain. What are we going to do tonight? So many crimes. We're just going to do so many crimes at this baseball game. you know. <laughs> and, I, and then Kevin Goldstein's in the middle of it. Like This dude was literally one of my references for Sport Radar when I got hired. It was nice. Kevin Goldstein. Nice. I think we have to fire you now. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a bad look. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> uh, we don't need to tell that story. But, like, but what if Alex Bregman wins the MVP? Right. What, you know, <laughs> like... Wh- <laughs> I think the fact that they voted for it five weeks before the postseason, postseason, I don't know what that was, before the playoffs. What if Hinch wins manager of the year? Like, I'm just saying there's so much predicated actually on sort of the results of the season and these, you know, awards. But if you take those away, what does it mean anyway? Yeah, like that's realistic, (laughs) but like, you know, I'm just saying the spot, you know how it works, like the spiral is just going to get way worse if this stuff And how do you make it actually hurt? Also, uh, going back... This World Series, the road team won every game. I know. So, yeah. So I guess the it's amazing. Ra- it's amazing. The Astros would have had to have won one at home to win this World Series, which right. changes the narrative as well. Yeah. But I, it does. It, it doesn't look good on the Astros. The other question is how prevalent is this across Major League Baseball? Like how many how many teams are using technology? How when- many Mike Fires are out there that are keeping their mouths shut now? Well, yeah. did you see Asmani Grandal's comment? Didn't he say <laughs> if you're not? Why, why did he get asked that? That's what I don't understand. It's so like, what, what? Say dude, his comment it's first. Dude, well, I'm like, dude, it's your intro, pre- intro presser. Why are you getting asked that? I know it's important, but at the same time, your intro presser is to talk about your contract and your future in Chicago. And someone's like, hey, what do you think of the Astros stealing signs <laughs> the way they are? And then he says. Yeah, he yeah. said, like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, why would you say that? If you were <laughs> cheating right now in Major League Baseball, wouldn't you just, like. Listen, I just put pen to paper for se- uh, three quarters of $100 million. Whatever. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say my piece. Just think, but think of how prevalent and how small technology's gotten, right? The guys could use their cell phones probably. And their Apple, Apple watches. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I get this sentiment that there is cheating allowed in baseball, as in you can steal signs if you're not using technology. Um, but this, I don't think we want to turn this into like who has the most advanced cameras in their ballpark, basically. No, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. And I think. Plus, the Brewers came up as a potential. Uh, did you guys see the Christian Yelich, you uh, Darvish Twitter thing? I didn't think that was a very good. F- oh yeah, I didn't. I, think thought, it was, I thought it was funny. It was funny, fun. but then I liked like, Yelich's response of like, "We so no ex- one explain it." So yeah, someone. So it was a Cubs like blog. Uh, as soon as the Brewers were mentioned in this whole yeah, thing, he's like, they up. just went nuts. Like, oh, look at the Brewers! Look at the Brewers! And uh, they got like a video of an at bat between Darvish and Yelich where. At one point, I guess Yelich looks towards the left, like left field wall where the Brewers no. bullpen is. The audacity and that happens, and then Darvish like steps off the mound. So somehow Darvish was on Twitter and found this video. He wasn't tagged in it or anything. Just comes across it, and he did like and, a, a, a like a question face. Yeah, he him. like yeah he comment he adds like a comment of like yeah I did see his eyes like whatever. Um, so then Yelich responds like. 
we don't need no one needs cameras to, to hit you yeah something like that honestly um, it, it was a very mild feud like a mid card at wrestlemania I, kind of thing i think and this is actually a very twins brewers reference but you think of paul molitor how he picked up on little things mm-hmm. all the time right mm-hmm. in terms of ditch, tipping pitches i think that is what would be lost if you if you allow technology you don't want paul molitor sitting on his ipad being like yeah i saw some film right you right. want it in his head that he's calculating as the game's going and i think we all agree if your eyes and ears and your brain see it in the moment let's go and if technology picks up on it in a game and then you apply it later on via film study fine but it's technology in game during game by anyone i want to stop a- you there because like what happens if you're actually like you've got a camera on a manager or a pitching coach, and you are literally, you have a camera focused on them the entire game looking at the signals that they're sending to the catcher. I think and you analyze that post-game and you pick it up. Is that cheating or not? No, I think that's fair. It's the reason why you think in football, right, the coach is always But then you have to ask, mouth. like, the broadcast affiliate to do that for you? That no, starts getting into... No, no. I mean, do you think it was the broadcast affiliate's camera? Yeah, you, that they, was talked, they talked about the broadcast affiliate being part of it. Also, the, the broadcast affiliate, as they Because they had to provide they, them a closed-circuit feed, too. So here's the thing. I actually think it's fair. Wait, they asked the broadcast, like Fox Sports. Yeah, Wisconsin, right? Whatever it be, Fox Sports, Houston. To run a closed circuit feed to the dugout? I I believe I heard something to that effect where it's possible the broadcast affiliate was involved. That's so crazy. Here's the thing, though. I think... If that's true, that's true. First of all, I don't know how... That could be written in the contract. You basically would have to buy another camera and have a cameraman who, you know what I mean? That's well, an additional Ryan resource. Ryan Spielborg's on MLB Network Radio was saying that they had to, in 2019, renege or rework an agreement about having closed-circuit television in stadiums because of this. Because for like 17 and 18, it was allowed. So, and then in 19, they, they the, the teams all were like, you know, we're a little concerned because signs are given in real time. Closed circuit television. So to be clear, I'm not advocating for closed circuit television. What I'm saying is, I think your point was, what if the Brewers went to Fox Sports Wisconsin and said, dedicate a camera to the opposing manager, right? Is that where you're going? Well, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't it could th- be that, but it also could, I mean, it could just be a guy. Like it could just yeah, be yeah, like yeah. the Red Sox a, guy with the Apple Watch. Like it could scout, be that, yeah. yeah, with just a camera. But like. I think that's, I think if you are using your own resources, whether it's an affiliate that you pay for, which is Fox Sports Wisconsin or one of your pro scouts no, they pay you yeah i mean they the affiliate could, pays you uh yeah that's right but i mean it's sorry it's a monetary exchange yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, it's yeah. a business deal yeah, yeah the i think the um i think that's fair and why because that's not that's not happening real time during the game you should they should switch their signals game to game i would think mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's a lot of self-scouting that, that, that happens happen. like in the nfl and stuff like that like i agree with you like the game would the game would adapt but I guess to me it falls into the same category as like cheating with technology. It's so super I, so slippery I, slope for I, sure. I think about it like this: uh, Vikings against the Broncos running to the going to the hurry up, right? Uh-huh. They have nine plays to run out of out of their hurry up offense, and they just switch the signals every time. So there's three different signals for each play. I gotta imagine if you can do that, you know, in a two minute drive in a you know with eleven guys on a football field. That a manager communicating to his players can maybe run multiple maybe, but signals. it's also twenty five different guys you've got to share those with, and a lot of times it's just like indicators and wipe offs that make a, a signal that look the same. You know, I go bill my cap nose, bill my cap. Yeah. But if I don't do bill my cap the first time, everything after that's null because yeah. the indicator is the bill of the cap the first time. So, God. 
you you try to so like confused you already. Tr- you, but but that's the thing. It's so it'd be so hard to track on camera. You'd I don't have think to know Bailey's the- gonna be stealing signs anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, no, 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 they're like, like, hey, Justin, <laughs> can you film this? If if Bailey's stealing signs, it's gonna be like the Oconoma walk. <laughs> front city. front row Amy, front row Amy, yeah. suspect. She could suspect. Be, she'd be a good one to uh tip some pitches off. <laughs> Uh, she, uh, anytime she stands always, up with that score sheet. Oh, it, actually, that, is that she may be the catalyst behind this. Is that what we're calling it now, calling now it a now. score sheet? <laughs> She's like the Marlins man of the Brewers. Big fan of Front Row Amy. I, uh, <laughs> I abstain from all discussion as a happily married man Can about Front the, Row Amy. What is the possibility of like the NFL having a can- or a earpiece in between the quarterback and the manager? Can we do that with the catcher and the pitcher? No, Since because then you got to say it. You gotta see it, and it can be right. Okay, like put a, your playbook over your mouth. As a pitcher? No, no, the no, manager. The, the manager. He could take a scorecard. And yeah, cover the manager. Uh, I. It's adding extra steps, obviously, but I mean, if this is gonna be, uh, if teams are always going to find a way to get around whatever rules are implemented. I mean, he, then you're adding then you're adding technology to where you're trying to subtract he, technology. Well, then, I mean, the NFL does it. Yeah, yeah, and, so and there's one obvious. defensive player that has this, the yeah. It's like the middle linebacker usually. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, there are more questions than answers. <laughs> and I have to ask, do you trust Rob Manfred and his people to solve it? Because this is a guy that's trying to subtract like 40-something minor league affiliates right now. I just don't Let's know. T- if we I, can talk about that in a well, second. Well, I just don't know if I trust his judgment. It's so clear, like what the Astros did, like. You know, you actually—I did some numbers on this. I don't know. Are we ready for this right yeah, but now? Do, yeah, do you make do an exa- no, you make an it. example of them? I think, but I, let's hear the you numbers. You have to like, and and I think that the theme is is you can find these anomalies in statistics, and you could potentially find more cheating that's happening in baseball. Like if you look at what the Astros hitting was between 2016 and 2017, like with the same manager, with the same hitting coach, like they literally went from a 735 OPS as a team, which is 14th in Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. to first in OPS, 823. In home games, they went from a 717 OPS, ranked 23rd in, among all home teams. Yeah. And that's including, like, you know, your Colorado Rockies and Indians and Rangers. But then, like, in 2017, they went to 812, which was fifth in the MLB. And, and that's, that's... Strikeouts went down. They literally struck out. Almost 400 times less between 2016 and, and, and that, 2020. And that's not the gap between bad and good Astros, too. The first Astros team was pretty decent, right? They were like the fifth or si- the 2016 team, I think, was like, yeah, I mean, they were they were good. So, so here's decent, the thing. but not amazing. In yeah. hindsight, that all makes sense, and I think that's really strong evidence. The hard thing is that in real time, when you're talking about the Astros burning it down, getting yeah. all these draft picks, that they are mostly, I believe, through their farm system improving their team, it's hard. A team can easily say, just like the twins would say, look, we took another step because Polanco took a step, because Kepler took a step, because Buxton was good when he was healthy, because Sano took a step, right? It, those those improvements do happen. I think it's the home road splits that really is really, really, really telling because they're not banging the trash can, I guess. Yeah, road, well, whatever. okay. Or so they don't have the close That's circuit, such an know. awful euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Banging the trash can. So 2017 wow. postseason. So I went a little deeper at, into this, and I was R360 look- powered by R360. Uh, sure. Okay. Okay. No, I was I was querying the database directly this morning, but what nice. I saw basically nice. was that like if you look at opponents ERA like versus the Astros at Minute Maid Park mm-hmm. versus opponents ERA versus the Astros everywhere else in the 2017 playoffs. The opponent's ERA versus the Astros at Minute Maid Park in 18 games was six. That was their earned runs per nine inning. 
versus the Astros away from Minute Maid Park? Probably like two five, two, two point six. <laughs> yeah, I mean teams play better at home. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think they do need to crack Te- down. Teams on this. play better when there's banging going on in the trash can. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. No, I mean they have to crack down on this because otherwise it's not a death penalty it's not like you're canceling yeah. like Penn State back in the day no because obviously that's way Woof. you know that, well, yeah I was I was gonna use SMU term. maybe Woof. but yeah the uh SMU's a better one is that was that Larry Brown and actually I think uh Miami went through something like that too but uh no SMU football oh I thought it was yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah 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 okay what, what was the deal SMU there? or Larry Brown did coach basketball he SMU did though. I thought maybe they had sanctions because college basketball is as dirty as it I, I, so 30 on it I think oh yeah yeah I, you know, I wonder if it's weird things like you can't do like the qualifying offer. You know, you know, like can't sign a free agent over fifteen million. I mean, I just tell, you can't take away their banners. Like I'm trying to think of what you know. Give them to the Brewers. I don't know. The Minnesota yeah. Gophers went to the Final Four in 1997. Allegedly, I love it. yeah. What were you like five then? Six? Uh, I was four. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, no, no, I was. Uh, so if it was in 27, or sorry, 1997, I I wouldn't have been four. The Gophers went to redacted, and they accomplished redacted. I mean, it, yeah, I kind of like there's term papers then. I think I think the truth is what you do is you kind of start allowing teams to dismantle their core or something like that. I don't know what else. As in, you're kind of preventing them from winning other worlds. How do you compare it to the Braves and the illegal signings where, like Kevin Maitan, their top prospect from overseas or the international market, his contract was like deleted, and then he signed with the Angels, and the Twins got Junior Severino, and so John Coppolella got fired. Is is Jeff Lunau going to get? kick to the curb for this because i feel like he, he should probably he has should to. for this combined with this sooner thing i think he's handled both poorly yeah i mean you you have to just like i don't know what you do do you limit their like can you limit their payroll like can you actually and is that ethical i mean is that ethical yeah, yeah, yeah. is that a, is that an ethical punishment is that a punishment that fits the crime because like i think it we does can punish s- their own players that's the bon- who maybe but won. i think we can all sit here and say their players were complicit weren't they <laughs> like i, I suppose yeah. institutional Dishonesty is so difficult, though, because there is that pressure that you are under contract to them. You will do what they say, even though it's compromising your principles. And so, like, and I saw Dan Zimborski, former uh, guest of the show, saying Mike Fire should be suspended, not because he was the whistleblower, but because he was complicit in this for two years and then admitted to it once it benefited his new team. Which is a rival tie or whatever. It in the is same division, something to think about, I guess. But that's I, garbage. Yeah, yeah I don't. Not, I don't believe that. You could maybe find him, like kind of. But here's the, here's, here's but, the deal. It made me think about something I wasn't previously thinking about, where he acted in a retaliatory fu- uh, fashion, and it benefited his new team at the expense of his old. But at the same time, I'm just like, nah, no, no. And any, I think I, tra- any player that gets traded and they play that former team, it's gonna apply. I, yeah, I, here's the other thing: is you don't want to discourage him or future players from outing yeah quote outing unquote, a team that quote cheats. Unquote, how many players aren't on the Astros anymore that didn't say anything that knew and, about and maybe this. didn't like the culture maybe were like you but know what I love being have, on a winning should team should they have they said something yes yes no I don't know yeah, I don't absolutely. know what the right everyone answer is, should always so. say something but when it's your livelihood and it's like them actually and your decide, teammates I mean yeah. but not only that them. but being in or being out is such a huge difference it's like minor league pay if you're the 26th man or this year 27th man you're making like 3000 bucks a month if you're the 26th man, you're making 3000 bucks a day. So to me, the the fact that the, the last roster spot isn't more subject to weird, like, sabotage stuff or, like, super weird stuff because of the difference. Like, if you're out of the big leagues, let's talk about Trevor Plouffe, for instance. He's not in the big leagues right now. Him making $0 versus making even just 
600, 700,000. Like that's such a difference that I could see why guys protect the secrets because the institution is so powerful. I, I, I really think what they have to do is prevent, and I mean, they can't fully prevent them, but make it hard for them to be a dynasty. Being like, we're not taking away your past ones. You're, we're kind of taking away. And your if you future. take away draft picks, like that doesn't really stop that. So, like, how do you how do you actually? But like, also cash. I mean, they're already their books are already not public. These are all teams saying we can't afford to pay players, even though you know you know they're making money hand over fist. You can't find them fifty million. I don't think. No, it's two million. I think max in the collect- collective. Oh, so then two that's million. Nothing. Yeah. Two million is like if you find Bailey a quarter. It can't be on the players. It <laughs> he, has he, to be he, on the team. You could shake yeah, his I ankles agree. and it would fall. But out I mean, pockets. they they built this team through the draft. So taking away draft picks does. I think that. No, but yeah, you, you, you also can't craft. You can't craft the punishment based on the team, though. It has to be, like, like if if you were to punish the Yankees for the same thing, you would have to do the same punishment, I, even I, though they have free agents. It's so, as much as I, I agree with the idea, and and maybe as a basis, it should be just that way for everybody. But I just don't know about the logic of well, the Astros did this this way, so we should punish them that way. And, and maybe that's not totally what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I would just be very careful to make sure that the punishment was the same if, let's say, four more teams get caught retroactively in the next year. Yeah. Can you start with firing Hinge? Like, if you you, actually clear, like, the coaching staff, is that enough punishment? Can you fire Alex Cora from the Red Sox? Can you fire Carlos Beltran from the Mets? Because they're complicit, too. Here, here, yeah, here, let's go. Carnage. That's one way to get more That's that's 10% of your managers right now. And I don't totally believe this, but the, the people who are highly statistically inclined would tell you the managers don't really matter. And that's where I'd kind of go. You're kind of just, no, it's more power structure than anything. Yeah. Did they allow it to happen? Kind of like, kind of like with Tracy clays and all the allegations that came out. Like, yeah, it wasn't because he was telling these players do crimes, he lost do control. illegal things. It's how do you control your house? Like Sam Cassell said, some guys run their house. Some guys run around their house. I'm a guy who runs my house. That's what you have to be. I run around my house. Yeah. Sam Cassell, man. I still will never forget the dance he did with uh, the yeah. with the Timberwolves, which and, is a reference, obviously, to a baseball movie, Major League, right? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, Major League. I just know it's the big balls dance, and I don't yeah. care if it's going to get bleeped out of the show. But it's the, Bailey's it's the Bailey, Bailey's on board with the big what ball a dance. Timeless classic. No, that's a reference to Major League too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've never seen Major League, and that would probably get me canceled for my own show. Wait, um, you've never seen Major yeah, League. Yeah, that is a problem. No. It's Whoa. a problem. That's Major League. Chris from Cleveland's going to be upset. Major that League is. Two. I mean, it's like if you. See, I don't know if I've seen two. I if, know it's if, a if you see Mighty there. Ducks, like each iteration after it becomes more forgivable that you didn't see. Yeah, like one Ducks is really two, good. Ducks Major three, League One, the cartoon. You know the Giles has seen all these, by the way. Oh yeah, they're probably like yeah. a, a, on a shelf above his bed. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah. So like, it, it is unforgivable. Like I haven't seen a lot of these sports movies. You know, I've barely seen any of the Natural. Um, like I've seen Angels in the Outfield, I've seen Rookie of the Year, I've seen Field of Dreams. And I know Field of Dreams is is controversial because all the baseball Twitter people, the well actually like super intelligent people say it sucks, but I, I think it's awesome. I think Field of Dreams Wait, is great. Before we go way down this rabbit hole, do we want to talk about the minor league thing? Because you did reference this that forty teams are being canceled. I think this yeah, is we're coming up on an hour. Already, we don't know so. if it's true, and we oh still yeah, have, we and we <laughs> still have bulldogs to drink yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's so, may, maybe for a later time. Okay, I'm getting a very Paul Rudd vibe from this when we start. You know that Netflix show, and it became a meme. It was like, look at us. Look at us. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Not me, not me. That's going to be us drinking Bulldogs here in a second. Let's, uh, I'm not going to pass the cups out yet because i got to mix the drinks as we play. Yeah, we're not playing full full can, full can, are we? That's Habs- like- no, Habsies. Okay. 
Um, so um, I was worried. And I then was. you give the other half We've, to Bailey. Yeah, a parting gift. So we've talked about Red Bull on the show. I don't how how did this come to be? Did we actually let you talk on a show once and you just kind of were like, uh, I like Red Dog. Like what happened? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly how it came up. Pop, probably just talking about beer and Wisconsin. I'll tell anybody about Red Dog. I love it. You're like a Red Dog evangelist. Yep. You're just walking with your sign that says Joel Osteen of Red Dog. I love the that. Kanye, Kanye the West modern day Kanye Dog. West. By the way, <laughs> that album is good. All right. I think it's good. We'll have a we can fight about that. I think you need to have a conversation. Okay, that's a hot so over a Red Bull or Red Dog. So so Elling and I at the office yesterday were like, we got to have some kind of fun game. Elling, your kind of brand on Twitter is that you have a funny name, right? I mean, yeah, Elling's not that weird of a name. It's it's let's be clear, I do not have a brand on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And if I do, there's nobody who follows me. I just followed you, but but so the the only time I ever heard the name (laughs) Elling, huge for me. Double this following. The uh, the only time I'd ever heard the name Elling was Aaron Elling, the kicker for the Vikings in like yeah. 1999 yeah. or 2000 or whatever. So anyway, and actually I went to college with a girl whose Number last eight. name was Hoffland too. So who knows? Maybe wow. relative way back. But we, we discussed yesterday at the office we should have some kind of fun game to close this. And when Ryan Turnquist and I had a show, not on this network, we played yeah. war games. Yeah. And it was – I would have five players and he would have five players. I would have Fangraphs War. He would have Baseball Reference War. And then we'd have a theme like best players of the 90s. And then you, whoever was closest got the point, best of five. And then at the end, we would play a wrestling theme of that player's choice to celebrate their win. Today, though, we're going to do something different. And this was something I thought about while I was like filling my water at the water fountain at, at work. Yeah. You ever mess around with that? Uh, the water fountain? Yeah, or? like like the, I, I like to get my regular water but turn the flavor strength all the way up. I don't think anyone really cares about the water machine. Just a, just work, a really but, soup but we up. we can talk about it. Just a really soup up my water, though. Yeah. I just, I just, Brandon's, Brandon's broken down film. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's gotten in Anyway, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, why don't we play a game like, so if you've seen like Impractical Jokers, they have to like say names and not crack up. Or maybe it's, a, maybe it's not Impractical Jokers. Maybe it's like Dude Perfect or something. But... You say a name, and the other person has to not crack up, and if they crack up, they lose. So what we're going to do is go clockwise around the room. Bailey, did you bring names? I have some names, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't but know but I, I am going to. You like 25. I don't have 25. Yeah, it was an insane number. Honestly, honestly, we're probably going to lose in like two yeah, rounds, which is good because the yeah. show is going so far. You can hear me cracking these open now. I'm making toms for him. Tom is going to be like the guinea pig. Guinea pig. He's going to be yeah, like the, sac- dead. the sacrificial <laughs> lamb. Let's let's just mix oh, this up 50-50. Brandon, who's spilling all over where we have electronic equipment. Is that a problem? Uh, highly. Okay. So Tom is oh, going God. to start. That is a gross color. That's like rose. You have to mix it with your index finger. <laughs> no, middle finger. No, no, no. I think middle my, finger. I think my skin would melt off. I don't think this is like It's like a flaming Homer from The Simpsons where this it's may like be the Oh, that... This is like the first that episode of Flaming Mo, I think, is what it was. No, it was a Flaming Homer, and then Mo stole it. That's right. Yeah, I should have brought spoons. But this we, might be the last Midwest Swing podcast. It yeah. might. It might be. You mean because we're all dead afterwards? That's what or I'm because getting people at, just yeah. that mad. I mean, about you're it. two beers in, and okay, about to have so. So anyway, the, the Bulldog comes from Red Dog mixed with Red Bull Premium Beer. Yep. So I brought Red Bull Red Edition that was gifted to me by Trevor May at the end of the big league season. Yeah, he's like, I don't need these and don't want to bring them back. <laughs> to Seattle. Or yeah, it's, yeah. To be fair, they are cranberry flavored. 
Yeah. It is the season. I mean, Thanksgiving's yeah. next week. It's very timely. And um, and so I was going to bring a diet one for myself because I'm in the health zone right now. But you know what? You know what? When I think help food, I think of Red Dog and Red Bull. <laughs> but if you, can't, if you can't celebrate with Taurine a bulldog. And, and, and dog urine. Go on. <laughs> Horny goat weed. <laughs> there you go. The, bull, the bulldog, though, has been a an abstract concept until today. So what we're going to do, though, is we're going to f- come up with the funniest baseball names we can. And then... Like, I will say it to uh, Elling. Elling will say it to Bailey. Bailey will just say it out loud. I don't know, because Tom didn't come with any names. No. No, because Tom's going to lose in the first round anyway. Like, I could say, we Willie Keeler, and Tom would just bust up laughing. So, (laughs) see, he's going to be the foil that ruins it for all of us. So, some general rules. If I make Elling laugh, but then I also laugh, like when I say Pete Glasscock, (laughs) we'll just throw that one out there. But if we both laugh, that cancels out, and then we just keep moving. I think it's going to be Tom laughing. That's going to really ruin it. Once you're eliminated, you have to drink the bulldog. And we're going to get every... Tom's over there just drinking it, not even reacting. Is it good? Um, it actually is dominated by the cranberry, which that is That was very the thankful. ceremonial first sip of, uh, of a bulldog. The first right? pour. It's like I, the first I really thought it was going to taste like just taurine and dog urine. Taurine and urine, they're almost like the same word. All right, so we're making one for Bailey. And then that's going to be a wrap on that first. Uh, then we'll make one for Elling. I like how you brought three beers and four Red Bulls. You mean in case we like them and make more? <laughs> yeah, like but like so, yeah. But so charge walk in and be like, get me some of that. This is this is where the Paul Rudd look at us. Not me, not me. We're not eating wings with crazy hot sauce though. We're drinking piss beer and Red Bull that was gifted to us <laughs> by a relief pitcher who didn't want to take it back with him to Washington. I mean. What's more American than that? Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> oh, we almost got too much head there. Um, what am I saying? Woof. What am I saying? All right. So the drinks have Happily been poured. Man. I'm shook. <laughs> I'm shook. Brought to you by Front Row Amy. Um, so that one goes to Bailey. This one goes to Elling. This one goes to Brandon. I really, I hope Front Row Amy is actually the person filming. She can't, though, because she's <laughs> yeah. behind the catcher. Yeah. She she's could got, be filming the manager, maybe. She's got sources, man. She's The amount of cleavage she shows is yeah. the amount. Or the All right. Pitch. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's a cutter. <laughs> so I think, I think since it was my idea, I want Elling to go to Bailey first. God. And... I'm already already laughing. I can't look at Tom. (laughs) I'm already laughing looking at some of these names. I gotta mm, draw the draw the draw the curtain. Play a little Zen. Do you got a little Zen music, (laughs) something like that? Little uh, Moby, maybe. All right. Okay. Okay. I think I'm in the right. Uh, And so, so he's gonna say the name. Bailey gets like five seconds to not laugh. And then it comes to me. Can I laugh all I want after that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is. Once, yeah. once you no, no. I like yeah. that. That you Tom, have to just hold just it for me, five yeah, seconds. Tom, but 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 you have to ask the next name. If you laugh, okay. then you cancel. So Tom, you're gonna be the judge, impartial or partial, whichever you are. Sounds good. But once Tom, once you stop laughing, you have to decide if that person laughed. Sounds good. We might have to play a couple rounds if they go really fast. But people are not going to want to listen to this forever either. So, what are we uh, at, Bailey? What is the time? Like an hour. Okay, an hour. Wait, so five minutes, yeah. and we're we'll, done. We'll play. We'll play a quick round. We're going to subject ourselves to whatever a red dog or a bulldog it, it actually honestly, is. It tastes better than red dog. It does. It tastes better. Because how do you improve bad by adding some good? I guess I don't know. All right, what do you got, Elling? All right, I'm going to lead us off with uh, Steamer Flanagan. <laughs> All right. That's, no. No, I think he survived it. I think he survived it. Now, see, I can laugh because it's not my turn. Yeah. 
That was good. I think Bailey, Bailey held it in. Yeah. Yep, yep. I have <laughs> the right. baseball reference links to all these players, by the way. Oh, I love so it. I'm not hey, can, you, can you actually give us one stat or so? Is there something interesting about him? Have you seen the videos of that guy who does like um, Old Town Road and he splices baseball reference videos together? Yep, yep. He goes by Don Zemmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, love that guy. Oh my gosh. Old Town Road is he good. He would be good at this. Star Spangled Banner was good. Sure. And then uh, there was one I played for my wife, and she's like, you are seriously the dumbest person alive. <laughs> yeah, I think Steamer Flanagan actually was pretty <laughs> underrated. Uh, he, he played one season, 1905. He was born in Pringle, Pennsylvania. War of 6.9. Yeah. War of, no, he actually, he slashed 283.08, 400 in his one season with What's Pittsburgh, that an OPS so. plus effect? That's like 120 probably. Uh, 108. That's not bad. Oh, All really? Right. <sighs> All right. I got a Twins one to kick it off. Oh, I love it. It is going to be Boof Bonzer. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're too familiar with that That's one. I think. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh about mine though. <laughs> Canon. <laughs> this is going towards me, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. like, it, it, uh, you're probably just gonna be. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let me just. We should almost eliminate him just for this. You can't say the name. Cannonball. Titcomb. <laughs> Because I laughed, so it canceled out. Oh, yeah, that's oh right, that's no, right, that's right. Cannonball Titcomb. <laughs> so bad. I mean, the fact that that guy's name is Cannonball. I think we both. I think we both were even for the first one, so it's going to be a buy. Oh, thank God, because <laughs> that one got me. I think I brought the one seed right away, and that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I'm saving my good ones for the for the end here. So, um, all right, we're gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> I hope this is as fun to listen to if someone's like driving as it is for us. No, because right, I'm, they probably drove off the road. That's fine. All right, here we go. I feel like I should sip the drink just for that. Yeah, here we go, Bailey. Uh, Harry Cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> you both are holding it in. Bailey, Bailey stonewalled that. Okay, nicely done. Elling, Elling was red in the face. All right, I got Stubby Clap. <laughs> I think we're laughing evenly. I think we laughed. I think we laughed evenly there. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're good. Elling might still. Elling. Elling might be, might need CPR. Hey, hey Elling. Here. Dick pole. <laughs> I think I reached five seconds. Without I, think laughing. I think he's good. Nice, That's nicely incredible, done. Because you were kind of laughing going into that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's man. an actual player named Budweiser. <laughs> I gotta look that up to make sure that's real because if that's real, that's amazing. What a legend! All right, uh, um, seriously, Bud Weiser, born in 1891, <laughs> played in the big leagues. B U D space. Oh, this gets bad at the end. Whenever the cranberry it's not goes, kind of like listening to this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the last five minutes of the show in my cup here. Wow, that got deep. Uh, <laughs> oh, this can be a fun one too. Uh. Roger Peckinpah. Impressive. That's a good one. Bailey. All right. Pussy to (laughs) bow. It's Tim Tebow's distant relative. (laughs) (laughs) I would have laughed if I didn't have that on my list. (laughs) I did see that one, too. (laughs) Hey, Ellen. Buttercup Dickerson. That's really funny, but I can't laugh. 
<laughs> you made it. You made, he made it. it. He made it. Oh, Jack Glasscock. <laughs> Bailey Stonewalling, baby. <laughs> oh my God, this list is getting worse. <laughs> I really can't. Try. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm laughing. Sorry, I'm coughing. The smell is the worst part. I know. I can't touch the end of it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right, I got one. Tom is never going to survive that one. <laughs> All right. I got Mordecai Three Finger Brown. <laughs> Brandon's tearing up. He's trying to not to laugh so hard. You survived it. Oh, my God. His literally, like, eyes are welling. Mor- Mordecai. <laughs> Ellie? Yes. Brandon Brandon is the most trouble with his own. Granny Hamner. <laughs> wow, that's Ooh. Stonewallsum. Stonewallsum. That was that was tough. Uh this would be so much better on video, but it's like watching the faces. Ooh. See, I don't I don't know what I can do. I already use like all my best ones. Um oh my gosh. I got the perfect one for Bailey, but he's not gonna be going against me next. Can you just sauce it over to me real quick? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, he might not survive it. <laughs> Bailey, baseball Bailey, player like, or rapper? It's on baseball yeah. reference. They, he's got 107 pitching decisions, so it's a real person. There's wow. the go-to one that I think none of us have gotten to yet. Bailey, you got to oh, No, no, I, I know yeah. where you're going. He's yeah. first base coach. Yeah, yeah it's... Oh, I know where you're yeah. That, that one, yeah. I, I think I can actually survive that one. Yeah, it's... All right. Wait, what was that? Lil Stoner. <laughs> Bailey reflected it right back. More ways than one. I guy lost that. <laughs> I got Snuffy Sternweiss. That's pretty cool. That's a good name. Snuffy is great. Great alliteration. Granny Hamner killed me almost. Oh. Uh, um, one more round. What do we got? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone loses here. Uh, we're drinking Bulldogs, of course. Um... Oh, yeah, I see snuff, Snuffy Sternweiss on my list now. Um, Boots Poffenberger. <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, see, that's like a, a real last name. Like what? Boots. What's the country of origin for Poffenberger? Oh, it's probably... German? I would guess German, yeah. yeah I don't know. All right. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what I was going to go with was... Uh, Chicken Hawks. Mm. Mysterious Walker was another one. Uh, They're getting a little bit weaker, but did you know there was a The Only Nolan? Oh, I know about The Only Nolan. Pretzel Pizzullo? This is on me. Mordecai Three Fingers. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. okay. Once we do this round, I'm going to have one that is going to be the decider who wins and who not, who loses. Yeah, because we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we got to get this is getting ugly. Okay. All All right, right. so uh, Ellen, I think it's your turn. Uh, Grover Loudermilk. Ooh, that one's close. That's pretty good. <laughs> almost it was. Him. You almost broke him. Grover Loudermilk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this next one I got is so simple and it's so stupid. All right. I got Jigger Stats. That was actually the one that I was going to try to break you out with until I found a new one. <laughs> All right. Four, is, he has a combined 4,000 hits in Major League and Minor League. He was like a... Wow. 
this one is it's gonna prey on all of our sensibilities because the names rhyme, but Heiny Miney. <laughs> That's a perfect oh, no. ending. That's a perfect ending. Burn it down. Ending. Burn down the house. Burn it down. Bring it down. To, on a more serious note, <laughs> the greatest sorry, baseball name of all time is Grant Balfour. Like, can we? Yeah. Can we even? Yeah. Is that even better than Bob Walk? No, also, it's because it's first name and last name in combination. Grant Balfour, unbelievable. I saw him at Target and once. Sh- we should all give a shout out to Rusty Cunts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Elling, thank you so much for coming by. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did. And hopefully that we don't have to put you in like any sort of concussion protocol after drinking a bulldog. Yeah. I, we finally, though, made a bulldog happen. I have to say I do enjoy it. Um, it's not bad. Yeah, I enjoyed all, but so, the end, so the end was bad. Your final score is 0 to 100 on the bulldog, Bailey. Um, Would you order this at a bar? Uh, how much does it cost? I'm going like three dollars on this at the this moment. Is, no, this is like a classic b- Wisconsin college dive bar. Yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah I go with this two dollar. Yeah, pour because it'll get you go red. The Red Bull gets you going a little bit. Red Dog tastes great, refreshing. I don't, it's like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> okay, so out of a hundred, you said a zero, a hundred. It's like a what? like seventy three. Okay, uh, Tom. He's gonna be like a forty. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the I'm like you, 40, 43. Like you would drink a 40 of it. Um, yep. Me, I think all the laughs kind of uh, tainted my my opinion of it because it, ah, man, I don't know. It's so like, you're saying you would socially. The top, the top of it's fine. It's once the cranberry taste goes, it's terrible. You would socially drink Bulldog. Yeah, I've had worse. I don't well, know. You grew up in Wisconsin and you went to the U. Of course you've had worse. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I give it like a, a 57. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I'm gonna give it a 69. So it nice. was decent. So uh, at I am Justin Bailey producing Elling. What's your handle? Because I don't remember off the top of my head. At Elling Hoffland. How do you remember that? It's like yelling without the Y and then Hoffland uh, one F. Like Holland with an F. And yeah, exactly. Yep. Tom Schreier at T Schreier three. This is Brandon Warren signing off. Saying thanks for checking us out. We'll figure something out for Thanksgiving week because I'm gonna be in Fargo on Friday. But we'll see what the what the schedule allows in the studio. We'll see who the twins sign between now and then because you know, things are happening. But thank you for checking out Midwest Swing, part of the Zone Coverage Podcast Network. Rock over London. Rock on, Chicago. Chicago.